Hello, everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered, Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa Curry-Lowitz, and I'm here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind, and I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. Hello, my favorite people in the world. Yes, you. Yes, you are amazing. Look at what you're doing in your life right now. Look at what you're choosing. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Elisa Unfiltered Podcast. My name is Elisa, and today it is Wednesday, November the 10th. I have a lot of energy this morning. It's a great day to be alive. (sighs) And today I'm solo on the mic. And this episode will be short and sweet, I think. <laughs> I mean, I always say that, don't I? <laughs> and then I go on for like an hour. No, but I, if you haven't quite noticed, I am actually going through a little mini, well, it's actually, it's not exactly little, but I, I, I'm going through a transformation in my life. I have been working through some of the deeper layers of detaching getting clear with what I want. Again, yes, again, this is a process that I do often. I'm getting clear with what I want. I'm reconnecting to my values. As I go deeper, do I still value these things? What is new? What is not new? And I'm sitting in my integrity. I'm acting within my integrity and my truth and setting high quality, tangible goals that I'm reaching, by the way. And I guess the only real, I don't know, flag or indication that I am transforming to the outside world is all of these solo episodes that I've been recording and posting, right? Like, I think it's been almost three months now. I I have had a few guests, a few guests here and there, but really, I, I really love this platform to challenge myself to express the things that I'm going through. And don't worry, I do have some epic guests coming up really soon. And over the holidays, we have some huge, huge guests, actually. I can't wait. But until then, you get me sitting here transforming right in front of your little ears. (laughs) So what do I mean by transforming? This is like such a weird word. I use it often. So people that are within my circle, you get what I mean. But if you're new here or you think transform is like woo-woo, I guess what I mean by that is I'm processing some hurt, some difficulty, some adversity, some shit that has come up in my life, that repeatedly comes up in my life over and over again. And because of this, this processing, this taking the time to sit with this and feel this and put space between myself, who I am, and what's happening, I'm able to change the way I think and how I hold energy and how I have attached myself to that hurt or the narrative or a situation, how I've attached my worth and my identity to things that are happening outside of me and and and, and depending on the level of attachment, I'm 
shifting that perspective. One could say that I'm letting go of that attachment, but in this exact moment, I haven't let go. I'm in the process of letting go, I think is the better way to say that. So to let go isn't always just to take one deep breath and <sighs> you're healed. <laughs> it's not just changing your mind like, oh, well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm changing my mind on that. I don't actually like that. And then everything's better. You know, in some cases it is, but in these deeper, more impactful life transformation processes, it doesn't work like that. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. That's that's actually denial or a combination of ignoring your feelings and distracting yourself from them, like pushing those thoughts and feelings out so you don't have to deal with them. Right. I'm just going to change my mind in this second because it's a coping strategy. It's my survival skill. All right. But those those feelings and beliefs are still there. They're just suppressed. I'm pushing them out of my mind. Does that make sense? So here's the thing. When you are in the hard, when you're in the hard part, like any anything hard, when you're doing something hard in your life, when you're feeling like pushback, resistance, difficult decisions, uh, feeling like shit, hard relationship things, when you're in the hard, it's tough to know where you are in the spectrum of your growth, really. It's tough to trust the process and to trust that you will be okay, that everything's going to be okay. It's hard to believe that. You know, it's really, we all just sort of focus on how shitty we feel. And maybe we are constantly looping in the, how do I fix this? How do I fix it? Fix them, fix us. Maybe we tell ourselves that, you know, we're never going to be happy again and the things will never be the same. You know, like when you have that, things will never be the same feeling and it hurts because you just want it to be the way it used to be. When things are hard, so many of us avoid why it's hard. We avoid sitting with that hard, right? Or we run, we numb, we sedate, we deny, we blame until the hard is over or until we've begun to tolerate it tolerate someone's behavior, tolerate the difficulty, learn to deal with it, cope with it, or have given in or something like that, right? Does that sound familiar? Like, think about your life and all the hard things you've gone through, all the emotional roller coasters. How many times have you sat with that hard, with that hurt, with that tough emotion and accepted your responsibility for the emotion, not necessarily for the experience, because we are not responsible for what happens to us. We are responsible for how we respond, we react, and, and how we get through it. We are responsible for how much we attach our well-being to those situations. That's a hard thing to really understand. How often have you said yes I am responsible for the way I'm reacting to this, the way I'm feeling and dealing with this and, 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 and responsible with what I do next. How often do you really ever do that? I up like 
for the majority of my life, I did not do that. I was like, no, thank you. Get the fuck away from me. No, 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 no. I, this is not my fault. Until I had a wake up call and start to practice awareness. I mean, sometimes I might have admitted fault somewhere, but my feelings were never my fault. <laughs> never. The way I felt was always because of someone else or something else. Always. And right now, right in this moment, you know, fast forward 10 years, I'm feeling some hard shit. (laughs) And I'm processing a lot of garbage narratives that I've picked up within, you know, this pandemic. So many gross, decaying shit has come to the surface, right, through this pandemic. We've all felt it. We've all, we've all felt it, right? It's like, what do we do with that? Do we keep pushing it down or do we let it come up? You know, that some of the, the pandemic shit, I mean, just with friends, with friendships, people who were once my friend that, that may not be anymore, people that I thought were friends or new people coming into my life that sort of are disguised as, as friends. That's a good word, actually. People that are disguised as friends. Hmm. <laughs> I might have something there. Um, and, you know, narratives from truths that I once believed were true, but no longer feel true to me anymore. So there's a lot of garbage narratives that are coming up. However, now I'm, I'm taking, I've been taking a lot of time to sit with those feelings. The feelings that come up from these narratives, from these situations, those are mine. They come from inside of me. They live in me. And it's my responsibility to do something with that, whether I choose to suppress, push down, or or feel, let go, express, hold space for. Now, I love this quote. You have two choices, repeat or evolve. I use this all the time. This is sort of like one of the inner guiding quotes or or principles or ideas that that I go to when I'm facing something like this repeat or evolve yes I repeat lessons all the time all the time why well the big answer is that I'm not ready to see and learn and grow from the experience in other words I I I take the easy route Uh, Is that the way I want to say it? Yeah. I take the easy route and I go back into my conditioning. I fall back to sleep. I go back into my automation, what I always do, how I always cope and deal with these situations, what I always seem that gets a loop, right? The small answer to that is I get scared and uncomfortable. So I want things to go, quote unquote, back to normal. I want things to stay comfortable. So I just kind of like hide and like go back just keep doing things like this and everything will be fine and no one will notice and it'll go back to normal, like that kind of stuff. When I do this, I choose to stay, quote unquote, asleep to the lesson. Now, I want to make one thing very clear. It's 100% okay to stay asleep. Some people spend their entire lives in this state. It is okay. It doesn't mean you're not cool (laughs) or you're not like important or any of those things. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You can live your life this way if you choose. And yes, to be asleep is a choice. We might not know that we're choosing this because the world is sort of like telling us what to do all the time and we're just sort of going with that. 
instead of like really looking inward. And then the universe, the world, people, situations, life will start to kind of like poke at you. <laughs> you get poked. You're going to start to hear a call. You might feel a pull in a direction that you've never been pulled toward. And you might see like huge red flags waving right in front of your, your face. Or in some cases, actually like huge green flags. Hello, come over here. You know, like green flags are, are around us all the time. There's like these paved out smooth roads for you to cruise down with your hand held and opportunity for growth, yet we still don't go. <laughs> we still won't go that way. Why? Because human beings deny what doesn't make sense to them. Ooh, that's a good, human beings deny what doesn't make sense to them. They might hear the call or listen. You might hear a call or listen to your instincts here and there, right? But the thought of waking up is 100% dismissed and judged. It's actually a survival skill. There, there's, there are many survival strategies that we have developed uh, throughout our formative years, essentially. So when you're a kid, 8 to 14 is the, is the main sort of formation of our belief systems and our narratives, how we deal with things, how we survive what's happening outside of us, right? Some survival strategies that I see often in adults, including myself, is to be busy, to be right, to sexualize ourselves for attention, to shop, buy things, spend, spend. And one of the most common is we deny. We deny what doesn't make sense to the mind. And because most people have never experienced the power of waking up to the role in your personal well-being, nor have they learned how to pay attention to their lives from the perspective of the non-judgmental observer. We do not understand that there is a different path to choose. Okay, so we dismiss and judge. The reality is that there are literally thousands, millions, zillions of perspectives. <laughs> thousands of paths to choose, varying degrees, varying slopes of difficulties, all sorts of help, all sorts of learnings. But because we don't understand, we don't trust, we, we stay committed to what we know and therefore we stay asleep. This isn't really like woke. I'm not trying to talk about this like woke nation, which I really wanna do this woke culture, uh, podcast that's coming up really soon. The woke culture. Um, it's, <sighs> that's not what I'm talking about. There's a big difference between spiritual intuitive awareness and this woke culture narrative. Okay. I'm just going to leave that there for right now. And, and, and challenge you to think about, let's, let's do, we're going to think about the loops that you are currently looping in. What keeps coming up, in other words? What keeps coming up? What hard things keep coming up? Money troubles, relationships, hangovers, <laughs> ex-boyfriends, girlfriends, weight issues, career choices. What keeps coming up for you? What is it? What is your life asking you to pay attention to? Where are you being called? 
What keeps showing up over and over and over and over? <laughs> what are the red flags and the green flags that you are not paying attention to? What are you what are what are your comfort zone coping skills? Is it blame, distract, ignore, run, run away, hide, deny, numb? If you have chosen to not wake up and go through the transformation, then you're going to go right back in. You're going to go right back onto that hamster wheel and know there's nothing wrong with that. It just means that you're not ready to move through that. And and that is this is something that I'm going through right now. I've been on the hamster wheel with some things with relationship and and money things. And I don't want to go back. <laughs> I am I'm done with that particular wheel. I'm done with that particular wheel. And so in my life I'm processing two very big things like I just mentioned. I I mean, all the work here is subjective and it feels big when it's your big problem. This might not seem like a big problem to you listening, but like for me it feels big. I'm really close to it. I've pulled it really close to me and it feels big. And I'm working through some relationship attachments with friends who I I absolutely love and respect. Yet I have noticed and paid attention to this trend, this loop where I attach my worth to friendships, to relationships. All right, so when I don't get the attention or the response or the invite, I feel hurt which by the way is totally normal. This is this is normal. This is life. This is to be human. But when you and and, and it's okay to have misunderstandings and it's okay to have, you know, conflict in relationships. That's what makes relationships grow, right? That's that's the good stuff. That's life. That's growing together and learning together. But when you're looping in this sort of bad feeling for a, for long enough, you you see it. Right? You start to see it. If you well, if you practice awareness, you'll start to see it and wake up. And when you can observe your role in the loop that you're in, because it's your life, <laughs> when you can when you can observe your role and take responsibility for your own feelings and put some space between you and the belief for long enough to see, for long enough to take a breath, this is where you're presented with the path. This is when you can finally see that there is actually choice. There, You have a choice. You can choose to stay in the loop or you can try something else. <laughs> you might fall back into the loop eventually, but you will never know until you give yourself time to observe and put space between you and the hard thing. This is what this is what I've been processing right now. I can now see choice. I can choose to repeat and go back into these relationships and maybe try to prove my worth, prove my friendship. You know, I can go back into relationships that feel hurtful to me and put my worth into the hands of someone who doesn't have the time for me. Or, uh, ooh, goosebumps, I can evolve. Right? And I, I'm I'm also working through personal worth through my wealth. Ooh, this is new. This is new shit. My finances. Ooh. 
something. I was like, I wouldn't touch that shit, that wound, that belief, that loop with a 10 foot pole. And now I'm, it's being presented to me. Now, I, I like at this moment, I'm not really 100% sure or ready to talk about this in full, but I will, I will, I will. However, after months and months of owning my worth and living intuitively and going deeper and healing some of the shit that's come up from this pandemic, all that decay coming to the surface, I can, I can see the choices that I have made with my money and how I've attached my worth to my wealth, to my money, to my spending. And that's changing. And honestly, Michael has really helped me with that. My my partner, Michael, he is insanely responsible with money. And he's teaching me in a loving way to stop giving myself away when my cup is not full. All right. And this includes giving my money away so that people will like me or see me or think I'm wealthy or think I'm better or something, right? Because of how much money I have or I'm the illusion of the money that I have, right? So he's helping me pay attention to the parallels um, of wealth in both physically, like my actual money in my bank account and emotionally, like the emotional bank account that I have. So I'm now making different choices and guess what? It's awesome. I'm into it. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. I've cried a lot. I felt a lot of shitty feelings about some of the things that I've done and things that I've said, but fuck that shit. That's good. I'm supposed to feel shitty going through this. this. This is a consequence to my actions. I am taking responsibility for my life and in doing so, I am suffering the consequences of my own decisions. Not what's happened to me, but what I have chosen after or within that or during that. Consequences are not a bad thing. You don't need to avoid them. I mean, you can all you want. Like, heck yeah, some consequences you're like, screw that shit. That's not mine. But really, it is yours. And until you're ready to actually learn from that, you won't you you won't go through it. You need to feel shitty sometimes. You know, so you can learn and then make better choices for yourself. Get it? Think about, think about that. It's really interesting because all of this is so beautifully, disgustingly hard. <laughs> like I mentioned earlier, when you're in the hard, the path isn't always clear. Now I'm reluctant, but I'm also kind of comfortable, confident. Yeah, that I have passed the peak. And that's one of the reasons why I'm able to speak about this with more clarity that I was at this tipping point though, for a long time, you know, that tipping point, like, what do I want to do? Do I want to repeat or do I want to evolve here? (laughs) What's going to be, where am I going to go with this? And I spent quite a bit of time cruising in my feelings and processing emotions and filling my own cup and filling my soul and making time for me and asking questions of myself and of others, going to therapy, prioritizing self-care. And then one day I woke up on the other side, the scale tipped into the evolution. I want to break this loop. And that's not to say that enough time has passed, which 
is 100% what most people endure. They just say like, oh, this hurts really bad. I'm just going to wait for more time to pass, right? Because it does get better. That is one coping strategy. That's a survival skill. This was not that necessarily. It's more that I consciously chose to forgive and take responsibility for my role in how I feel. There's a big difference between having enough time to just sort of settle in and be okay now versus choosing to forgive and taking responsibility, all right? I broke the loop in that choice. And and now new emotions 100% are coming up, grieving what once was. Pride that I'm now showing up for my truth. There's a spectrum. <laughs> There's a spectrum of emotions and I wanna say both negative and positive because all emotions are valid and important. I'm not gonna deny how proud I am um, actually a coworker the other day asked me how I was doing and I'm like, I feel so proud of what I've accomplished over these last couple of weeks. I feel proud. Like, it's fucking awesome, man. <laughs> Heck yeah. So before I go, I want to leave you with something because I know that if you're listening to this show, whether this is your first episode and you've made it all the way to here, yay, or you come here often, you are most likely going through some version of transformation. You are my people, you are in it. And if you don't feel like you're in it, you're at least questioning it. You know, you're seeing the signs, you're getting poked and you're like, what's that? You know, so at least you're questioning it. And, it, and, it, and it's in the questioning that real change occurs. Ask yourself questions. Asking questions of yourself, asking others for clarification. What did you mean by that instead of reacting? Okay. Asking questions when things don't feel right in your life. Can you explain this further for me? I need a little bit more information on this. Can you give me some time? You know, not settling for answers that don't work for you. Is this my only way? Is this the only option? You know, it's in our desire to be right. This is a really interesting thing. It's in our desire to be right and know all of the things. Or actually, you could also think about it. Another perspective, another path is you could also see it as the fear of being wrong. Some of us are so afraid to be wrong in our choices and in our path and in what we know. We will not risk questioning it's in the desire to be right or fear of being wrong. We will not risk questioning. So I want to leave you with a challenge. The challenge of asking questions of yourself or questioning a situation or... And in, in uh, another way to look at that is to not dismiss it. All right? There's a big difference there. All right? There's a big difference there. To learn about or hold space for a tiny fraction of the possibility that there's a different path, right? Do you want to be the same person once this is all over? Or do you want to expand? Do you want to have new awareness, new growth? That's the real question. Do you want to stay the same? Or do you want to evolve into and have some uh, more information for yourself? See the world a little differently. Change the lens in which you see the world. What lens do you want to see the world? Now, 
last thing. Some people, I'm going to use myself as an example here. Let's use myself as an example. Some people will look at my life, the abundance of love, the opportunity that has presented to me, that has been presented to me as, as luck or that I'm lucky. I've, I've heard that a lot, especially in my late 30s, you know, with how my life is right in this moment. You're so lucky. You're lucky to have found Michael. You're lucky to have great friends. You're lucky that you have a job you love. And it's funny because sometimes I even act dismissive of this abundance of love and of opportunity by calling it luck as well. Yeah, I'm lucky, but it wasn't luck. It wasn't luck at all. It was choice. You can choose a different way too. You can transform your loops. You have to do one thing first, and that's wake up. Okay, I'm over here giving you a big virtual hug because you just finished another episode of the Elisa Unfiltered podcast. If you haven't done so yet, I'd love for you to share the love and head over to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify and give the show a five-star rating. I'll give you bonus points for leaving a written review. And if you're looking for more, head over to elisaunfiltered.com for show notes and all the links to all things Elisa Unfiltered. Have the best day, everyone. Until next time.